episode 15 of the Hush Wars podcast. We are back. Got Camines in the house again. Back-to-back podcast. We got guests every Tuesday, Thursday, new Hush Wars podcast. Primarily an NFL pod today. Just talking NFL free agency updates. Derrick Henry signing a deal yesterday with the Titans. $50 million, four years. Dak Prescott had did not sign a deal with the Cowboys Going to really dive into that. Redskins going to change their name later this week. Could be out tonight, could be out tomorrow. We do not know, but they will change by the end of the week. At least that's what they announced. Talking Camines, talking NFL. We're going to dive right into it, but first, the intro. Let's go. All right, we're back again. Episode 15. Got my boy Camines in the podcast again. Two straight podcast. Was going to try to go Tuesday, Thursday. Didn't work out. This should be out Thursday, July 16th. We got a few things we want to talk about. We got Derek Henry signing a big deal with the Titans. Let's dive into that right now, actually. Derek Henry signed a four-year, $50 million deal with the Tennessee Titans. Basically the cornerstone of the franchise going forward. It's a good move. I definitely think so. I mean, I honestly think they got a steal on it, considering what the Cowboys are playing are paying Zeke Elliott. I mean, I, I feel like their skill sets are pretty similar. Um, and Derrick Henry definitely showed out, led the league in rushing last year. Uh, he definitely had a, a huge back end of the season. Uh, if he can keep that up and keep consistent with that, I think it's going to be a steal for the Titans. I mean, he's only getting 12 and a half a year on average and uh Zeke's getting 15. So locking him up for 4 years at that is is huge for them. Yeah, definitely huge. Um I'm not a big NFL stats guy, but you don't really have to be to notice a monster Derrick Henry running down the field is probably going to be one of the most unstoppable things coming the next 3-4 years. It already oh, yeah. is led a nine-win Titans team to the AFC Championship to lose to the Chiefs, but Derrick Henry carried that team on his shoulders, has proven to the franchise that he deserves to be on that team and to carry him for the next four years. Four years Absolutely, from now, they might, yeah, they'll, re- they'll re- reevaluate it because NFL running backs and go. Adrian P- Peterson, one of the most dominant running backs in uh, his spurt, still is a pretty damn good running back today but it's just long yeah he can, he can get the job done but I, I don't see any running back doing that for especially now in today's nfl now for the next eight years i don't see derrick derrick henry being that star but he's gonna be that star for the next three or four years that's why i think the titans four-year deal will work perfectly with derrick henry yeah and i i think he his play style definitely doesn't play into that that long game scenario um like a like a Danny Woodhead type scenario where he's he's a patch cat pass catcher out of the backfield he's not getting beaten and bruising and taking a three down back roll um I think Derek can take that role for the next three or four years but if he can slowly start to pick a pass catching game and transition to that as he takes more of a beating and starts to see some more of that fatigue that's going to help him. I think that even help him in the in the next couple of years, being able to add that talent and skill set to his arsenal, because that's going to allow him to not take as much of a beating 
on those third and long situations and, and even the third and short situations where they want to have a play-action pass, I, I think that's going to be huge for him. You know how much, four years, 50 million, how much is actually guaranteed? Was it like 25, 35? I'll have to see. I think it's, I know we, we, I just got told that the other day. Four year, uh, 50, four year, 50 million. Honestly, with Derrick Henry, is kind of a steal right now. I mean, it's a big contract for a running back, but. Oh, yeah. Single handedly, I'm not going to say single handedly. There's 10 other guys on the field. Without Derrick Henry, there's no way. They make it to the AFC Championship game. There's no way. Yeah, they're without him, I, I, there's no way they're in the playoffs. No, without Henry. no, and and with with last year's playoff performance, I mean, the the Titans didn't really have to do anything else, and we saw that with Tannehill's numbers. Um, they, they gave him a big old paycheck just for handing the ball off. Yeah, exactly. And and I think he had his his time during the season where he he showed out, um, and I I think he showed some potential. He definitely showed that. Whatever his time in Miami was, was he was not the same person. Um, but that guaranteed contract for Derrick Henry was twenty five and a half million dollars, and and I think that's just gonna. I think that's going to probably hurt the market in the next couple of years for running backs. As far as when Saquon Barkley starts to get paid, I think yeah. Saquon is going to be probably top two running back contracts. I mean, Christian McCaffrey had far above and beyond the best all-around game at, at the running back position. And I think Saquon has the same skill set to kind of challenge him going forward. And like I said before, if, if Derek can add that other half of the game to his skill set, I think he can he can really uh, make a name for himself. I, I really don't see this being a Todd Gurley situation, give him the big old paycheck and then just fall off, kind of. Like Todd Gurley was known as the best running back in the league, what two, three seasons ago, and yeah, literally had his worst, one of the worst seasons of his career last year. I don't see there's Derrick Henry. There's not much you can do with it because every game this season, they knew every opposing team, opposing defense knew the Titans were just going to hand it off to Derrick Henry, and all they had to do is run straight down the gap. They yeah. still couldn't stop it. Todd yeah. Gurley, he's sort of more of a shifty running back, and calling in that Ram system was amazing and with the Titans everyone knew what they're going to do and you still couldn't stop it that's the scary thing about Derrick Henry is you know exactly what they're doing but you can't stop it but Todd Gurley or someone like that you eventually can game plan around it but you cannot game plan around tackling Derrick Henry because every down you need three four guys on them just to bring them down yeah and I, I think that's where the Titans need to need to play it smart with their with their offensive game plans they don't need Tannehill to come back, come out and be a superstar every game. He needs to be able to get the job done, play more of a Tom Brady-esque role in the offense, get stuff done, manage the offense, be able to make those big-time throws when he's called upon. And you know what? If there's games where the line and Derrick Henry aren't getting it done as much as usual, there may be times where he's got to come out and sling the ball. Now, I don't think it's going to be a situation where Patrick Mahomes is in where he's going to ball out every game to the top level. There's not that kind of pressure on Tannehill where I th- I think it's the opposite on Patrick Mahomes since he's shown how great he can be and led the charge. I mean, he's getting paid $10 million more on, on average than any other quarterback in the league right now. And, and that was warranted. 
But I think yeah. Tannehill, if they can play smart with Tannehill and and Henry, I think the Titans can be a a, a force to be reckoned with. And Tannehill, don't get me wrong, he's a good quarterback, a good core. I'm not gonna say great. A good, he had what the highest pass passer rating for what the playoffs last year. I I don't know if that's correct, but his passer rating is. I think very, it was for the past season. Past season, okay, yeah, but his pass rating can be very, very good. He's not throwing the ball that much. I mean, I guess that could be why, but they just need an efficient quarterback that's good enough. It's almost—I'm not going to say it's like that, but it's almost Peyton Manning in 2015 on the Broncos. You just need a quarterback that does just enough, and everyone else will do some stuff. That the Broncos—that defense is unstoppable. Yeah, I think that was was not great. But it's almost like that. You got Derrick Henry. Defense is good enough. You just need a quarterback that's good enough. Yeah, and I, I definitely think the defense can improve. And, and I think it's a little bit better. I, I think Tannehill is certainly better and going to play better than Peyton did in 15. Oh, for uh, sure. But I think it's the same It's same situation, right? It, you don't need a, a hero quarterback. I mean, Trent Dilfer and the Ravens won the Super Bowl with a monster defense. Now the Titans don't have a monster defense like the Ravens did back in the day, but they've got a damn good defense. And if they can pro if they can produce on offense enough to win games while their defense holds the line, I think they can they can make some noise. Yeah, for sure. Titans season. I said it at the beginning of last season. Watch out for them Titans. I mean regular season maybe not. Gonna win nine or ten games. Playoffs, Derrick Henry will get in beast mode if we even have the season. I'm talking like we do. But I want to move on talking about Dak Prescott didn't get a contract. He'll be a free agent next season. I don't know how well, this is going to play out for Dak, for teams that will be interested in him. Yeah, and uh, I, I think he will he will get paid one way or the other, whether it's a if Dallas decides to try and do a Kirk Cousins situation where they franchise him, franchise tag him for a few years. That may end up being the case until he performs above and beyond. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's, he showed great potential and shown that he needs to get paid. Now, does he need to get paid as much as Patrick Mahomes just got paid? I don't think anyone's arguing. I said for this that. in the last podcast. If Dak Prescott gets a number anywhere near Patrick Mahomes. Thing in the history of sports, there. Yeah, I know. That he should not get anywhere near that five hundred million dollar number. No, that's not guaranteed. He probably won't make five hundred million dollars. It's half a billion dollars. He will not make that much. But still, signing a contract that says you could make half a billion dollars within the next ten years, twelve years, however long it was, he hasn't done anything. Prescott has not done. Anything to deserve anything near that? No, not 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 a ten year half half a billion dollar deal like Patrick has. I think Maybe. that's where it's going to be tough for Dallas. Is they're not going to want to give him something crazy like a ten year deal. They they don't have. I don't think they have enough faith. Ten year deal. He should not sign a ten year deal. No. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to make he the next three four years contract's not that big it, it bounces up around year five and year six and year seven where he just like okay 
I don't have to re reevaluate the market. I don't have to see what everyone else is making. I'm going to sit back. I'm making a crap ton of money. Ed Prescott can make more than Patrick Mahomes next four years if he signed a four-year deal with a lot more money. Could have. Might have screwed himself, though. The season Warren. was supposed to be that season that, okay, we got to see if Dak Prescott, Prescott's worth it or not. And then right. he played a mediocre season and not that great season. Now we're still like, we don't know if Dak Prescott's worth it or not. We know he's not, but NFL teams, we do not know. Well, and I, 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 think, I think he's worth giving the contract extension and giving him money. I think they've got to be smart with it, right? I, I don't mind the franchise tag and, and seeing what the next year holds, but I think Dak has been forthcoming and in, in saying that, hey, like I, I'm ready to get paid very, very big. And I think honestly, Patrick Mahomes had some had a statement to make with the 10 year deal saying, you know, let's let's figure out a number for the long term and I'll be here. I mean he knew he wanted to be a chief for life. But he wanted to be on that team as long as he possibly can. I'm not saying he will be. Like they'll probably his people will start renegotiating the contract about five, six years from now, depending on how he's playing. Hey, hey, if everything goes perfect, if he wins five straight Super Bowls, he'll probably not do anything. Take the five hundred million dollars and go. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's where, where Dallas has to look at this for a long term game. Are they really, really willing yeah. to give Dak a ten year deal and because I don't know that Dak would take a ten year deal with less money up front and more in the back end. I think he's looking to get paid short term, four years, two years, something like that, where he can prove even more what he's worth and get more money at the end of the day. Always arguably the most skilled team in the NFL. I know football is not really a primarily a skill sport. But like, because not the most skilled team, I know if that even makes sense, wins the Super Bowl every year. But they're arguably top three, at least. Yeah, they don't even get close to the Super Bowl every year. So having Dak Prescott going all in on him isn't that important. You can find a QB, maybe not as good as Dak Prescott. Don't get me wrong. He's a great QB, and I would really, really like to have him on my team. I'm not going to get him. But if they can maybe get someone in the draft in a few years, a good pick, or just make some trades, do this and that, you're going to get someone close to that. And having Dak Prescott and not having Dak Prescott is going to make a difference. If you keep building that team up and not throw a big old contract at Dak Prescott, it's not going to make that big of a difference if you sign him or not. Yeah, and, and I, think it, it's, I think it's either going to play out a couple of ways. They're going to play this franchise tag and see what he's made of. And maybe halfway through the season, they're like, okay, this is what we're looking. This is how you're looking. This is what we, we can do. And, you know, maybe they'll try to come to a deal during the season or at the end of the season. And they'll kind of go from there. Or they're going to come in and try to get a deal done as soon as possible. And they could. I think they may do a, a sign-and-trade type deal if they can get in with this quarterback-heavy draft class that's coming in 
I think they could do a sign and trade deal with one of the lower end teams and where they sign him to a, a decent contract or a, maybe a one year contract, some, something of that nature, just yeah. to get him signed and trade him away for a top pick to grab a quarterback in the draft and say, hey, we don't. We don't know if Dak's the long-term solution. Let's try to get one of these guys that we think could be a Patrick Mahomes-type player. And I think that's what a lot of teams are going to try and go for is who can we get for a decent price in the draft and then in three or four years offer them a 10-year contract because we know they're the guy. Hopefully Dak gets paid. I'm not a Dak hater. I want him to succeed. I want him to have a great career. Hopefully he gets paid. Moving on from that... I want to talk Redskins. Everyone knows they're going to change their name. It came out two days ago. They acted like they had this big announcement. They acted like they were going to announce the name change, which announced that they're going to have an announcement of the name change later this week. Probably tomorrow or Friday, the Redskins will change their name. No longer the Redskins. Who knows what it'd be? I just want to talk some names that I want to hear. When I think of Washington football, Washington football. So Washington Red Wolves, Washington Red Meat. I don't know. Yeah, I saw some. I think it was uh, Stephen A. Smith mentioned he wanted to see the Washington Warriors, was it? Yeah, that, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got basketball in the brain. He just he misses basketball. We all do. Who would want to hear the Washington Warriors? Why would you want to even watch that? But a lot of people actually want to see them incorporate some sort of uh, American Indian culture with the tribes and such, and actually sp- pick like a specific, you know, tribe rather than a almost like a generalized thing that's borderline racist. That's the reason yeah. why they're changing the name. So that'd be kind of cool. I know like the Seminoles are already taken, or you know, something like that. That'd be very cool. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think that'd be kind of cool. But most people, a lot of players want the Red Wolves because they can just hear that stadium howling all night. I think that'd be kind of cool. Who knows? Yeah, and I think I think it'll be interesting to see if they go back to I I I doubt they're gonna go back to a, a Native American name, even if it's something more specific, just because of what they're coming from. I, I'd be interested to see if they do consider going back to uh being the Braves is what they were before they moved. Yeah. Would not be surprised. You know, this whole week, I've, I've, I've heard a lot about this recently, just listening to other podcasts and such. This whole week, lawyers are going back and forth, fighting for copyright and all this. Because like just one brand change, you need probably 30 to 50 different copyright copyrighted uh, trademarks and stuff like that. Because you, you, you get the name, then you got to get the slogan, then you got to get to this and to that, and then you have to put them on the jerseys and on the shirts and all this. A lot is going down this week that we don't behind the scenes with lawyers and everything. So we don't know. They probably already decided it's just taking a long time. And they really only have a good three weeks to decide or they've had three weeks to decide because none of this was brought up more than a month month ago. So completely redoing a brand in less than a month is kind of impressive. Really, the last two weeks is the only time they actually said, okay, we're changing the name. Yeah, and I, I think it'll be interesting to see how much they can get done in this time frame. Yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, lastly, today's podcast 
Should be out June 6th, uh, July 16th. I want to talk about the Madden NFL ratings. Came out, when was it, yesterday? Hey. I think, yeah, I um, think it was yesterday. I'm kind of confused. I don't understand. NFL players are really, really mad. Who, who was it? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. It might have been Dak was an 84. Someone was some very good QB was an 84 overall. Oh, it was uh, Deshaun Watson was an 84 overall. Yeah. He was in the MVP running this year. He wasn't going to get it, but he's like top three. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes no sense. Um, you named this earlier. The Browns, two offensively. Yeah, they added some players, but they weren't even a playoff team last year. Get the Browns out of the top five of the Madden NFL ratings on the offensive end. It doesn't make sense. It's every year. They got Odell. They got Baker Mayfield. Now, now all of a sudden, everyone thinks they're the best team ever. It makes no sense. Yeah, and I, I think they've they've got paper talent. I think they have trouble translating the paper numbers into actual wins and losses. I think that's that's the big struggle for them. They've they've got talent. I won't say they won't ha- they don't have talent because obviously Odell's talented, Jarvis Landry's talented, Nick Chubb's talented, Kareem Hunt's talented. Um, they just added Hooper, who played with the Falcons last year, talented. And Baker Mayfield's talented. I think he's he's got a lot of work to do, but if they can put it together, I think they're they can they can be a top five offense. But I think they have deeper chemistry issues that is really at the core of them kind of falling apart. And I I, I don't see those chemistry issues getting resolved over coronavirus. I mean, this this is a big year for them too because I, we all know the Browns. We all know the past five to ten years their franchise but this is a big year because this season this past season was supposed to be the year okay we're making the playoffs we're winning 10 11 12 games they come out what they win seven games eight games pretty disappointing yeah it's better i don't even know how many games yeah it was a step up but they got odell jarvis landry baker mayfield who was a disappointment this year um what was it? A sophomore slump is what we're calling it, but not really. But this is a big year for them because if they do not make the playoffs, I think they're going to blow it all up again. They're going to go back to the old Browns. They're going to completely restart, wipe the table, buy Baker Mayfield, see a Odell, see a Jarvis. Everyone's gone besides Miles Garrett. He's the only player they will probably give big money to. Say, okay, you're staying. We need to start doing this again. Baker Mayfield obviously isn't the answer. Odell. Uh, doesn't even want to be here, especially if we're not winning. He's only here because his friend Jarvis is here, who's only here because Odell's here. They're going to blow it up if they don't make the playoffs this season because they thought they brought back – I'm not going to say brought back – brought a new swagger to Cleveland since uh, LeBron left. They needed a new team. And th- their sports fans are crazy. They're going to support everything they have as one single team, and right now it's the Browns. And if they don't bring a playoff team, they're going to go nuts. So this is a big, big year for them, and they need to make the playoffs, I think. Absolutely, yeah. So they, they had six wins last season, and with the talent they've got on that team, there is no reason that they should be a six-win team at all, whatsoever. If they can't at least improve on that and show the chemistry is getting, getting better, they're starting to click more. 
they're firing on all, all cylinders. They could be one of the most talented offenses, but they're not. If they're not producing wins, talent doesn't mean anything. Kind of like you said, talent just because you've got talent doesn't necessarily mean you've got wins. If you would have told me this time last year, the Tennessee Titans would make it farther in the playoffs or just have a better season overall than the Cleveland Browns, knowing the roster they're about to have, I would have thought you're crazy. And now we're talking about it. Like we just need the Browns just need to make the playoffs. Like it doesn't make any sense with that as much talent they have on their roster. Going through going down it, doing a fantasy draft, a lot of your roster you'd be happy with getting the Cleveland Browns. If I have Odell on my team, Jarvis Landry, maybe Baker Mayfield, maybe their defense. I don't know. Going down, I would want them on my fantasy team, but they're a bunch of individuals. Their coaching has never been great. It has actually been abysmal. It's been terrible. But they just need to come together and actually create a good team. Don't know how we got off this. Madden NFL ratings. What else shocks you? I know we've talked a lot of Titans. Uh, I know they're, what, 22 on offense? Yeah, and I think one of the biggest shocks from the Madden ratings was Aaron Rodgers at an 89. I mean... Has he ever been below a 90? I think it's been... Since he was a start, since before he was a starter, that he was uh, he was rated so low. I mean, it, it was, doesn't make yeah. I, there were a lot of make, heads being turned. Uh, they, they they did some some big moves with the ratings. They probably wanted to change up the system. I know Aaron Donald's a ninety nine. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's an Aaron a ninety nine, as they should be. Christian Christian McCaffrey's a ninety nine overall player. Aaron yeah, Donald's but- ninety nine over. He's ninety nine strength. He's jacked. He's big. Some yeah. players like Aaron Rodgers in 89, Deshaun Watson in 84. Pretty sure it's what I saw on Twitter today. I'm sure Lamar Jackson yeah, so in 90. The, he, I think he's up he's up there pretty far. The, the Lamar players. Whatever Lamar Jackson is, Deshaun Watson shouldn't be more than two under him, honestly. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. I mean, I think Deshaun showed some promise. I think he's he's got some things to work on. I think Lamar Lamar came crashing in the game against the Titans. I mean, the Titans just that was one bad game him. all season. Who, exactly. who they lost to the they lost to the Browns. That was another bad game. But, I, I mean, he's young. I think he a big playoff game. Some people crack under pressure. He did too. But the, then again, the whole team cracked under pressure. It wasn't just yeah. Lamar Jackson. So I think I think as far as that's concerned, I think. Yeah, he should probably have a couple more points, maybe be close to like an 87, but I think that that gap is still probably pretty good between Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Give him a little chip on his shoulder. Um, I mean, Deshaun, his offensive line is just terrible. He was getting hit every single play. Literally every single down, he was just getting absolutely railed to the ground. I know that sounds bad, but it's not a great look. That I don't know what's Lamar. He's the cover athlete, so he has to be over ninety. I I don't even know. He's a he's a ninety four. It's ten points. Yeah. Lamar Jackson Lamar, at eighty four. Lamar is number three on quarterback rankings. Yeah, I, Deshaun should be at least probably like an 87, 88. Lamar should be around a ninety four. I yeah, I agree with that. I guess. See, I'm a big Lamar yeah. Jackson guy. Love Lamar. Although I am a Titans fan too. I'm from Nashville. Yeah, and I, the whole Ravens team sort of just blew up in that game. Lamar did too. 
but it was I'm not just going to blame Lamar. He did everything he could. He just didn't show out like he did the rest of the season. Well, I think I think we got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, the the Titans' defensive game plan. I mean, good lord, was fantastic. I mean, they played their best game they did all season, so they deserve to win. They showed up when the moment was biggest. They're they obviously weren't in the NFL, but that's how they finished. They were in the last four teams. That's what I'm saying. The best teams don't always win in the NFL because it's football. It's not basketball where you have a seven game series or any other sport basically that's primarily skill or just a seven game series. It's like you win one game or Titans win two games. You're what in the AFC championship game or is it three games? Two games for the wild card spot. That, that that's that's how it is. You just play two good games and you're where you haven't been in years and you only won nine games in the season and you barely made the playoff. So that's going to be fun to watch. NFL season, pretty much a full NFL podcast today. Starting to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Going to try to do every Tuesday, Thursday. Today be, it will be out today, which is Thursday, recording this on Wednesday. Tune in again, maybe, possibly next Tuesday. If not, I'll let you guys know. Full NFL podcast today. Our first full NFL pod. We're going to start talking more NBA coming July 30th. Hopefully football season will be back when it's supposed to. Thank you for listening. Cam Means, Carter Hutchison, running the Hush Sports pod again. This is All Right by Hans Williams, the outro music. Thank you for listening again. We're out. See you next Tuesday. Peace. Over and over and over again. I lose what I've always had on for me i get lost in it time and again it shakes my bones held back from the love i've known but it's no consequence because i'm trying to let go now i'll be on my own now but this place it feels so sweet watch it pull me under falling Down. Yeah. I'll be honest.